For business owners, marketing execs, and anyone trying to grow your business, pump your profits, and make more while doing less, welcome to Bacon Wrapped Business with Brad Costanzo. Sizzling hot business advice guaranteed to make you fat. Profits? Now here's your host, Brad Costanzo. Welcome back to Bacon Wrap Business. I've been in this business for quite a while. And back in, I think I got into this whole digital marketing business, I think it was 2007, 2008. I remember actually, I registered my very first domain in February 4th of 2008. And one of the things I love is reconnecting with people that I met early on in my journey through this. And for those of you who know me pretty well, you'll know this story. But for those of you who don't, then this will be new. But the very first product that I ever created back in uh, 2008, just to see what would be possible, had to do with magic tricks. So I was teaching guys how to use magic tricks to break the ice with girls at a bar. And I still laugh when I remember myself doing this. But it was actually a very successful business, despite the fact that it was corny and cheesy as heck. But it was a lot of fun too. And I learned a lot of things along the way. And at one point along the way, I got contacted by a couple of guys who were business partners at the time. And it was a guy named JJ and Gideon. And it just so happens that about 10 years later, I have got one of those guys, Gideon Shalwick, on the show with me today. And we are both doing vastly different things than teaching magic tricks or selling magic tricks to guys out there on the interwebs. In fact, we probably couldn't be further removed from that. But one of the things that's super cool is to reconnect with people from your past who you know, you've gotten to see the journey along the way and see some of the stuff that they've been up to. So one of the things about Gideon that I like is he, you know, after he exited that business, he went into the SaaS software space. And I remember him launching a product called V-Roll, which helped YouTube creators. And now recently, he's got a company called Splashio, which we're going to jump all into in just a moment. And you're going to want to really pay attention if you do any type of video marketing whatsoever on the web, whether it's for your business or your personal brand, because Gideon's software makes this and service, really, it's not just a software, it's a software and service, makes it a lot easier to do than on your own. But Gideon loves helping entrepreneurs just get their message out and building these large global audiences using the power of this video. And today, we're going to talk to him about what's really working now in the video marketing space, what might not be working so well. And I also want to talk to Gideon about some of the things that have been challenging, that have worked well, and that have been really effective in launching his business, Splashio, now. So without any further ado, Gideon, welcome to Bacon Raft Business. Hey, Brad. Great to be on the show. And it's, it's amazing. I mean, just when you said it, like 10 or 11 years since we chatted, or since we met each other last time. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy to think it's been that long already. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. As I, before we got on, as I showed you on screen share, I went into my Gmail and I looked up your name and I found that the very first, at least the first record of our relationship here in Gmail was May 27th, 2009. At 9.17 p.m., you bought my mastery course for $67 <laughs> way back in the day. But I want to hear what's kind of, because we haven't really caught up that much. What's kind of happened ever since back then? I mean, this is a kind of akin to the tell me your story, 
But this is interesting because the last I knew that you know you were doing you were partners with JJ doing the magic free magic live, and then you got into V roll. And before we talk about Splash, I want to talk about what V roll is because I think this pl- probably plays pretty well into your experience with video marketing, right? I mean, since we connected, I guess, even before that, you know, I've always been interested in this video game. You know, before I did the Free Magic Live thing with JJ and, you know, that's where we connected. I did a, a program called uh, Become a Blogger with another friend of mine. And that was all video-based. It was probably the, either the first or one of the first video-based training courses for teaching people how to use blogging to grow their businesses. So this is back in 2008, seven, around about there. And even before that, I did a project where I interviewed some of the, the leading people in the, I guess, internet marketing game back then. This is 2006, I guess. Because so what happened was I created this, my very first product in 2006. In the 2006, I wrote a book and started promoting it online. Got a few sales in the beginning and thought, hey, this is great. I can be sitting in my living room and making money while I sleep. <laughs> you know. And it was awesome until I ran out of traffic. So the first bit of traffic I got was from actually the guy that taught me how to do this, how to write the book and how to promote it. And he promoted for me. And so I got a ton of sales just from that. But then traffic ran out and sales ran out. So I, ha- I had to find a way to figure out the game. And I thought the best way to do is to interview people. Back then, everybody was doing audio interviews. And I thought, screw that. I'm going to do video. I hate audio interviews. I would never do those things. Right. (laughs) But you're right. And by the way, I also remember when people were like, that was your continuity program was selling access to interviews with experts. That was going to be the plan. And the thing is that thing never took off because it was just so hard. Just the technology basically made me burn out. It made my computer burn out and then me because it was just, it was just too hard. It was jumped off too big a piece to chew on. Anyway, but one of the people I, I met through that interview series was, was Yaro Starak, and that's how we then did become a blogger project. And that went really well. You know? So I did that, those couple of projects, and then a free magic life because I, I wanted to, with become a blogger, it was great. But because Yaro brought the audience and he talked about audience building with blogging, and I was sort of just the, the, create, the product creation guy. But then with free magic life, I, I said to Yaro, look, I want to prove to myself that I can build an audience with video and specifically because I thought I saw this YouTube thing coming up and hey this is a great opportunity. And just so happens that I met with JJ, we we were on a an acting gig together. This is before I had any sort of big enough success. As actually before the success of become a blogger as well. And we were on an acting gig together. I thought ask I'm gonna try everything here. If this internet business thing doesn't work, I need some sort of backup. So I thought like, let's try this acting thing. I've always wanted to do this. So I met JJ on a on a set for an ad or something like that. And then Later on, he contacted me, said, hey, Gideon, I noticed you're doing well with the, the, this internet game. Can you help me? And I said, yeah, I can help you, but you probably can't afford me. Why don't we do a, a partnership together, like a 50-50 thing? And that's how we did Free Magic Live. That's beautiful. And then the next thing I know that you did, or at least publicly, it was the V-Roll. So tell me about that. Yeah. Even before V-Roll, I, so I did Free Magic Live, got great success with that. And I thought I could let you use that as a case study. And then I could teach people how we did it. And I launched a program called Rapid Video Blogging, which is all based around you know, how we did Free Magic Live. And then I actually launched the first version of Splashier, which I'm back onto again today. But I did that for about a year. And then I wanted to automate the whole process. And I struggled to find developers. I met some developers eventually in Singapore. But then we said, let's, let's create a new company so that we keep it, you know, the books nice and clean and everything. So just to separate in that way. So we incorporated in Singapore. Developers were in Singapore as well and in Malaysia around that area. I was here in Australia doing the marketing and strategy for the business. And so we started that business together, software business. 
where we basically automated the video production for video ads on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. So that was my first software business and my most stressful business as well. <laughs> wow, it was, it was an incredible journey. I learned so much from that. So I did that for about four years. And then earlier this year, I exited that business and went, uh, got back onto Splash Show and, and pivoted Splash Show from what we were doing last time and pivoted into a more modern version of, of the business and, and, and helping people with captioning the videos and framing it on social media so they can get a, a lot of engagement. Well, that's a perfect segue because obviously people are listening to this and not probably not watching it. Let's to describe some of the types of videos that Splashio helps people create. Everybody has seen them, but I'll let you describe what they are and then you know, what is the real value proposition? Why did you create this versus you know, some of the other ways that people can do it? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure everyone will have noticed these meme kind of looking videos where you've got like a headline at the top of the video as part of the video. And then you've got the video below that, you know, the video content. And then below that, are, you've got the captions you know, moving, moving down the bottom as the person speaks. A lot of the more viral, bigger companies would use this format to get their videos out there. And these videos would work extremely well. And then, you know, people like Gary Vee started picking up on that as well. And more business folks started using it as well. And so end of last year, a friend of mine contacted me and said, hey, do you know how to do this? Because, you know, I'm the video guy and I'm going, well, let me look into it. And while I could see the benefit of it, I was going, well, this is just a pain in the neck. This is really difficult to do. And even though there are software solutions out there, it's still a pain in the neck to do because the, the, the key thing with these videos is getting the transcription and captioning part of it right. And it's not enough to just have it 98% correct because, and that's often what, what software, you know, a lot of the software companies promise, which is, I mean, it's great, but I mean, it means that that extra 2% that it's not correct, it takes you about 98% of your time to fix up. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And let me interject there for a second, just to kind of hit on that point. So once more, yeah, these are those videos that you see being shared everywhere where it's like a headline and the, you know, the captions and it's kind of cool. And it allows you to kind of get an idea of what the video is about prior to having to watch it. Because that is one of the things is people's attention span is so short that the headline in the video, the big headline tells them what's in it for them. And then they see that there's really easy to read transcriptions versus the transcriptions that like Facebook puts on there automatically, you know, the auto transcription. Those are better than nothing, but they're still kind of hard to read. I know that I've used multiple software solutions to create these. And I I just did some of them recently, especially because I knew that this was coming up and I wanted to have some good reference material. And what you just said was really spot on. So there's some great software solutions out there that are relatively inexpensive. And Splashio, we'll talk about your pricing structure, et cetera. Splashio is really not expensive when you consider what you get, but it is more expensive than going doing it yourself. However, exactly what you just described happened. So I, I put a few videos on there and I really liked the output of it. It was good. The only problem was, number one, as much as I went through and I tried to find like the mistakes, there was still like two or three little mistakes in the transcription or the subtitles because I'm just reading them and I don't really have time to do this, but I wanted to do it as it is. And then I posted it and two people Luckily, they were friends of mine, but two people sent me screenshots and said, hey, Brad, you should have your assistant or somebody look into this and fix the captions because there's misspellings. I'm like, son of a So I absolutely get that. But then the other side of it is this. As fun as it is to have software tools that kind of do this, it's still not automated. I still have to do it, wait for it to render, get back in there, go through the process of double checking it, making sure it's just right. And at the end of the day, I may have spent a minimum of 30 minutes per video. 
I don't have 30 minutes to spend. I mean, people out there who don't have anything else going on in their life, maybe they do, but <laughs> I can't spend 30 minutes per video. I'll lose thousands of dollars if I do that. So I just wanted to use this to kind of accentuate everything you're saying. And I went through it firsthand just recently. Totally. And, and that's exactly the pain. And so for us, I guess there are two kinds of audiences. There's, let's say in the, in the captioning game, there are two kinds of audiences. There's, there's the one where it's a do-it-yourself kind of audience where perhaps people have a bit more time than money and they're happy to spend their own time on, on doing it you know, and, and happy to go through that frustration. And that's 100% fine. But you know, for the audience that, that we'd like to attract you know, are people who perhaps consider their time a very valuable asset and would rather get someone else to do it for them. I mean, it takes about 20 seconds to submit a video using our service. And that's it. You know, like you've got, if you've got the video and you, you've got your settings all, all right, you just, it takes you 20 seconds to submit it. And then we've got a team of people who then receive that order and then go through it, you know, manually transcribe it. We review the transcription. There's a video editor in place that edits your video and puts it all together. And then we've got a final, it's like four people, right? And then there's a fourth person at the end who reviews the whole thing before we send it out. So it's, it's, it's all done manually and making sure that everything looks good. You know, there's no typos. And, and it's not just typos. It's also sentence structure. Like where do you put the full stops, for example? Where do you cut thoughts so that it's like easily readable, you know, when it changes from one thought to the next so you don't break thoughts in half? There's things like making sure that the text fits in, that it's big enough, that it's readable. There's things like jargon, industry jargon or niche jargon. There's things like names. You know, all those things are, are very hard for automated software or AI to get right. So that's why we have human beings in there doing that. And we want to get it to 100%. 98% is not good enough for us. We want to get it to 100% correct. And you'll know this as well. And your friends who contacted you recently about your video know that too. When you're watching a video on silent play, which is like 80% of people these days, like they watch videos on play, right? When they're reading the captions and there's a typo or there's a full stop missing or there's a lack of quotation marks when they're supposed to be quotation marks or name is wrong or there's some, some weird typo, it breaks your concentration and it, it breaks the engagement. And when you think about video marketing, there are only really three things you want to do. Two main ones, but a third optional one. The first thing you want to do is grab people's attention. That's the first thing. And so we do that by having compelling headline inside the video and also with the captions moving, like just the movement part of the captions because it's, you know, people's eyes get attracted by movement, right? So that's the first thing, getting attention. The second thing is engagement. And you engage through your messaging, through your content. And that's where the captions come. And as people read the captions, they become engaged. And then the third one is just uh, calling people to action, right? So with the engagement, what's really interesting there is that when there are little mistakes like that, it breaks the engagement. And people, they go, oh, this is too hard. I'm going to click away. Or they start thinking about something else. Or it just like it creates an interrupt. And maybe they miss a point you were trying to make. It's just like the grammar Nazis, right? That are just really, really hardcore. Like, hey, you misspelled a word and I'm going to discount everything else you said. That's right. And the difference though is that this is not just for grammar Nazis. It's, it's, it's anybody who's, who's reading. I mean, when people are reading, when you're reading a book, I don't know, oftentimes you might read a book, right? And if it's not such a good book and there's a typo or a, something not quite right, you notice it and sort of breaks the thought, right? And with video, the difference is that you've only got, you've got very little time, you know, to keep people engaged and then people's attention spans are so low. And you've got to use every single opportunity you have to try and keep people engaged and connected in your content. And if your captions are all broken with, or if it breaks the attention with typos or errors, 
there's other videos that people can watch, <laughs> you know, so they'll just keep on scrolling. So that's really important to get right. Very, very important. Yeah, that's a fantastic distinction there. As I said, I was just, I was all too, it was perfect timing because I, I was all, I was made all too aware of it <laughs> myself. But, and I also just remembered thinking, yeah, this is kind of a pain in the ass to do it myself. I'm, I've got other things that I, I would much rather do. Let me ask you this, as far as the functionality of that goes. So you mentioned headlines, for instance. So one of my strengths as a business person is copywriting. I'm pretty good at writing copy. At the same time, on those uh, headlines, I remember sitting there thinking, I don't really know what to put as the damn headline here because you actually don't have that much space. So you're trying to just get their attention to watch it. So first of all, I'd love to know if A, you have any advice or guidelines on titling some of these meme style videos and how to keep it succinct enough but punchy to where people are going to watch. And number two, as a service, does your team actually offer any help with people on the titling of it? So if they put it up there, will they sometimes think of that or is that kind of left to us? Okay. So let's do the first bit, first question about some tips on on the headline writing. So great question because the headline of your video is kind of like the headline of your website or the headline of a sales page or the headline of any kind of information that you put out there that's going to grab attention. And when you're a student of copywriting, you know that the good copywriters or the great copywriters out there spend about 80% of their time on just the headline. If you read a book like, like uh, Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Schwartz, he talks about that. Like he would sp- They would spend most of their time, all their research on just finding that hook the right angle, the right specific words to use in the headline because they know that most people, that's the first thing and sometimes the only thing they look at and that's the number one thing they look at for deciding whether they should take the next step. And in copywriting, it's the next step is just reading the next sentence. In our case, the next step is either watching the video or reading, you know, reading the video or reading the captions on the video. So it's absolutely critical that you get it right. So the same principles that go for copywriting goes for writing these headlines. So the better copywriter you are, the more you understand human psychology and copywriting, the better you're going to be at writing these these headlines. So there is, I think, just studying copywriting is going to help you. A simple thing that I use for coming up with good titles for the videos are to look at the content. Oftentimes the content is quite short, right? And to look at something punchy that either myself or if I'm doing for someone else in their video something punchy that they said. Maybe there's some main point that they made or maybe there's something weird that they said that sort of stood out. And then using that, sometimes even those exact same words as part of the title and and using that to create the title. That's one little shortcut that works really well. The other thing I think about is, yes, definitely keeping it short. You've got a decent amount of space there. I mean, you've got basically, you've got two lines at least. And I guess the more words you use, the smaller the text is going to be. That's the only thing. But same sort of principle with normal copywriting, like there's the magic number of three. Sometimes you can just use three words and that can be very effective. There's formulas that you can use. For example, a lot of these viral videos that you get from people like, I think Rob Dial uses it, the Buddhist monk guy, I forget his name. His videos, just, he just gets millions and millions of views. Lewis House is starting to use this as well. It's an old copywriting trick where in the copywriting world, it's like you start with read this before blah, blah, blah. And so when it comes to video, it's like, watch this before X, Y, Z, whatever. You can vary that up as well. So the way they do it really well, is like they start off with something like, if you're struggling with X, Y, Z, watch this. 
you know, so they, they mix, mix it up a bit. So that's actually a really good formula. I like that. I mean, cause I, that's the other things I've seen. I've seen the very, almost the blind headlines, which is just like, watch this, stop scrolling or something like that, where it has nothing to do with the video, but then it, it's like an exclamatory thing. But then I like what you just said there too, is the, you know, if you can integrate it in, you know, I actually like to think of it as like an email subject line too, because an email subject line, you have a very short amount of space that it's going to show up for them to see anyways. That's actually a really good example. Like if you can imagine it's a subject line for an email, that's perfect. Cool. Do you guys offer any of that? Like, so somebody creates an account at Splashio, they have the video. Let's say I've got a video and it's a three minute video talking about some business tip or marketing topic or something like that. And I upload it to you guys, right? Take me through the user experience. What else besides uploading it do I have to do? Or do what input do I have to give you guys? Just to answer the question about whether we do the headlines for you as well, for the public plans that are available right now, the answer is no, we don't. So you've got to do that yourself. So it's a very simple process. I mean, the, the first step is really just to select which template you'd like. And the way we look at our templates are they're kind of like, it's like a pizza shop analogy. They're kind of like the pizza base, which means we've got a relatively small number of templates but you can customize them. So you can pick the base that you want and then add your own ingredients to make it your own. And, and basically, there's an infinite number of combinations you could use to make it look just the way you want. So that's the first thing is to, to select the template of your choice. And we've got like, we cover everything, you know, for all the different platforms, we've got Square, we've got Landscape, we've got Portrait. So, so you can use it on Facebook, Instagram, or IGTV. So, so it works for everything, or you know, YouTube as well. Select the template. From there, you can either upload your video or, or paste a link in for you know, where your video is, on Dropbox or Google Drive or whatever. Give your video a name, type on the headline, select your colors, and hit go. Maybe add a, some text for your call to action, whatever. And there's, there's other things as well, like you can add your logo, uh, you can add it as a watermark. We can even add your logo as a logo animation at the end of your video. You can select whether you want to have a progress bar you know, for your video to show people a visual cue for how long the video is. You can select the coloring for that. You can add your own background music. You can choose whether it's like UK or USA English. We have also have a, like a comments field, like if you've got some specific requirements for, for coloring or, or fonts or what have you, I'll put in there. So, but I mean, the basics, if, you, if you've got all those things set up already, which takes maybe a couple of minutes, if you've got your video, you paste your video in, type in the headline, hit go, and you're done. And then basically you go to a thank you page saying something like, hey, no, thank you. We got your order. We'll send it to you within the next 24 hours or so. And that's really the process. Now, if you do want us to help you with the headline stuff, that we do actually have that, but not publicly available. So if you're interested in that, just contact us through the help system or through support at splasher.com and we can tell you a bit more about that. Oh, fantastic. I mean, the functionality, I think, is pretty uh, self-explanatory. The, not only the functionality, but also, you know, you're selling proposition here, which is, you know, you can spend all your time doing all this stuff on your, on your own with some of the you know, tools out there, but you're spending time on really non-revenue generating activities. So for entrepreneurs who are putting out videos who want to really maximize their time and their money spent, Splash Hill is a terrific opportunity. I want to switch over to a couple of the questions about just the business side of it. So how long ago did you actually start Splashio, at least in its current form or its current service offering? So we pivoted to this new version of Splash Show end of last year, so end of 2018, and it's now mid-2019. Nice. And it's been growing nicely, I imagine? Yeah, it's interesting. We had a lot of organic growth in the first quarter of this year. So that's really, that was really our, our first quarter of, of business. 
And that was awesome to see because it was such a nice validation to see that people are actually using it and they're spreading the word. And we were just sort of, you know, still testing the idea, et cetera. So after the first quarter, we said, hey, this is great. So then we started paying some advertising and that was really cool as well. And so now we're doing all sorts of other things like approaching influencers. Like we just teamed up with Zach Scriven on on LinkedIn. He's a young up and coming star on LinkedIn and he's just taken this by the Reigns and Lex Scriven. Why do I know that name? Is he's not with Blitz Metrics, is he? No, he's not. I came across him somewhere just literally recently. You might have just seen him on, on LinkedIn. He's very active on LinkedIn. And I mean, he's such a great advocate for us because he's he's a user. You know, he uses it. He's just like in the last two weeks, he created 39 videos through Splashio. And he was so pumped with it because it meant that. A, it could save them a ton of time because normally he would just do it himself, right? It would save him like 30 minutes to an hour of his time per video. So you might imagine like that, that's like 20 hours he would have saved at least. But not only that, what it does for him is that it removes this barrier of video editing. I mean, one of the things that, that you notice with when you start using captions is that it reduces the need for editing your videos because the only real reason you edit your videos for these kind of videos is to improve engagement. And so when you start using captions, it takes care of that automatically because people read it and they, en- they engage automatically. So it means you don't have to edit your videos anymore. So you just push it through the system. Okay, we do edit it, but it's, it's a very simple kind of editing, I guess, in, in that sense. We add the headline, we put it into the nice format, and we add the captions. That's where the tricky bit is. But then by nature of having the captions in there, that takes care of the engagement for you, which is brilliant. So he just loves it. So he creates his videos. He's in front of the camera. Once he's got the video, he just pushes it through the system and he's done. You know, again, it takes him like 20 seconds per video to submit. And so he loves it. So yeah, we've been getting some, some great results through, well, just starting with, with influencers now as well. So taking a step by step, there's a lot of people who are interviewing us. I just got interviewed um, by John Lee Dumas with, with Entrepreneur on Fire. We've got one coming up with Nathan Chan from Founder Magazine. Pat Flynn said he's keen to get me on a, an interview as well. So yeah, it's, it's all happening, man. It's all coming together nicely. That's beautiful. So as far as nuts that you're trying to crack, what is a big nut you're trying to crack here? And that nut could be maybe money you're trying to raise, people you're trying to hire. It could be new advertising channels you're trying to figure out. Just anything that's going on. I know that there's probably a lot of things in a relatively new software and service offering that you've got. What are uh, some of the ways that myself or some of my listeners might be able to help you out? Yeah, so the, the first nut we're cracking right now is is with a paid advertising game that's, even though I started up a company in the video advertising space, creating software for it, B-roll, you know, back in the day, I don't see myself as an advertiser. I'm not really, it's not really my game. I'm more of a content guy. So I've just been trying to do that myself up until now, but soon we're talking to someone who can maybe run that for us. Are you looking for a really good face, like face, not just Facebook, a advertising person for always looking for new contacts that we are talking to someone at the moment who we're just in the process of figuring out the contract. Do they specialize in one particular channel or multiple channels? Yeah, we're going to be doing Facebook for, for this just to start off with. I think they're, they're good with Facebook in particular. But obviously, as, as we grow, we, we want to build more channels. So if there's anybody that you know or your community know that we could talk to, always open to listen. And I think an upcoming nut that we'll be cracking would be how to scale our team quick enough. Because with software, you can scale with the system and the technology. Whereas with our business, yes, we've got a good system in place, but it's not like automated software, right? So we still have, like I said, there's four people who look at each and every video, at least four people that look at each and every video that comes through our system. And so, which means we, we need for us to grow, we need to grow a team as well. 
So that's going to be definitely the next nut to crack. What are the skill sets of the people that you're looking to grow? I mean, obviously, they have to have an eye to detail and maybe some degree of creative. There are three core skills that we look, we'd be looking at for growing. One would be a very good handle on, on the English language. So obviously, that's very handy for the captions. I mean, in terms of actually captioning and reviewing, like that sort of stuff, that's, we can easily teach people how to do that. But if they don't have a good base of understanding English, that's a problem. That's a real important thing. The other thing we look at for is obviously the, the video editing side. If, you, if, you, if you're good with video editing, that's people would be interested in, in building up as well. And especially the, like the, the more advanced animation side of things as well, that sort of ability. And then I guess people who, can, who are good with people as well. So smaller team managers as well, who again, have a really good handle on, on English and a very good can-do attitude. One of the things that we really value in our business is the customer experience and how our customers feel as they go through our process. That's just super important for us. And if there's one word that could sum it up, if there's one word that I could use for the most important word for when we look at building our team and and hiring people, that's the word care. Do they care? Do they care about their job? Do they care about themselves? Very importantly, do they care about our customers? Because ultimately, customers can feel it. They can sense it when we care and also when we don't care. It's just that one word. So we can tell if someone's going to be a good employee or not. If I can see naturally that they care. And it's so easy to spot. It's so easy to just... It comes through in, in, this, in the little things, the small details to show that they care. Oftentimes, when you see the little red flags of, of them not picking up on little details, there's a problem, an issue with care. Absolutely. One of the resources that I've had some decent success with, have you heard of Gen M? No, I haven't. So I'll send you a link. I'll also put it in the show notes so it's clickable either here on the blog page or whatever podcast app. So Gen M is a company that is, it's for marketing apprentices. So think of them almost like interns, but they're traditionally somewhat unskilled. So it's not like going to Upwork or FreeUp or one of these outsourcing sites where people already have a set of predefined skills ready to go with what you want. But these are people who are, A, they want to be involved in some aspect of marketing. They have sometimes taken some training. You'll know like this company, Gen M, gives them training on all different types of aspects. And then what they do is you as the business owner pay, it's like $150 for a 90-day program. And that's not $150 a month. That's $150, like $50 a month. And you get somebody who works for you in essence, for 90 days. And then after 90 days, you can decide to get somebody new and roll them off. Or if they're good, you can decide to bring them on. You're under no obligation, but you can. The expectation is that they'll work about 10 hours a week for you for that. So you can't, you know, it's not like finding (laughs) slave labor or something. But the idea there is to give people a skill they don't have and then potentially an opportunity to elevate. And I found it a tremendous way to get really cool, eager people who are willing to work to learn, not just work to earn. It may be an opportunity for you to find some folks on there who really like this and want to potentially do more. And you can also see their attention to detail really for almost free. I mean, 150 for three months. And if you don't like somebody after like a couple of weeks, you can roll them off and they'll find you somebody new. But I've used them in the past. I don't have an apprentice right now. I'll probably be going back. But you can also find somebody 
I believe you can get $25 off. I don't actually get paid. This is not even an affiliate arrangement. I just have a deal with them where if you go to baconwrapbusiness.com, I believe it's Gen M, G-E-N-M. I'm going to double check that while we're talking. That will uh, give you like a $25 discount. But it's something you might... Yeah, it is. You might want to take a look at that and just see if you can potentially source some people there for a relatively you know, affordable and test that out. Yeah. And people keen to learn, you know, like if, if people love learning, that's, that's, we're always interested in working with people like that for sure. Very cool. This has been great. I really think that Splashio is a tremendous service. It's not just an automated software. You actually have people who, like you said, care taking a look at this because ultimately the only reason that a business owner would put out these videos is because they're trying to make a really good impression and you can't make a good impression with half-assed shoddy quality work because it'll be noticed. You know, especially when you're putting some real production value into this, if the production value is not on point, it can do more damage than just putting up a video without any production because you can be, at least then you can just say, well, look, I just threw this up there. I'm not trying to impress anybody. So either just do it real ghetto style or, or do it right. Yeah, that's a really interesting point you make there. What we found as well is that you can record some pretty, let's call it ghetto style videos, which let's, let's just say very informal kind of videos. That's probably not politically correct to say anymore. It's just such... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, even if they're informal like that, when you wrap them up in, in like a really good format, like we have with Splashio, you can make it just pop. You can make it look really professional, you know, even without trying. I mean, one of our biggest users is like uh, John Lee Dumas, right? And he, what he does, he just records on his iPhone, one shot, one minute videos, no editing. He, he records them, he press starts and stop, you know, once it's done, he submits the video to us and he's done. He doesn't mess around. And again, it just removes that barrier for you to, to get your message out there and, and to get seen. I didn't actually ask this. How long does it typically take to get a video back? Our promise is to deliver within 24 hours during business days. Oftentimes, we, we get it back sooner to you. But it, it all depends a bit on the load and how busy we are. And, and for longer videos, sometimes we, we might take a bit longer. So that's for videos like under five minutes. We try and get them back to you within 24 hours. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's fantastic. And remind me of this, because this question came up as you were talking, cause, and I didn't ask it earlier, but do you guys edit the actual video ever? So if I did a video, for instance, where the front of it is just me kind of like fumbling around with it, and then maybe I made a mistake halfway through it, and like a big fumble, do you guys do any editing there or not? So we do some very simple things like if there's, like you said, at the beginning, if you're fumbling around with your camera the front, we can cut that out. And if there's at the end as well, you know, where you're sort of finishing up or fumbling again to turn the camera off, that sort of thing, we can cut that out as well. Anything in between, like in the middle of the video, we, we don't currently do that. Just it complicates the process too much for us. So if you do want something like that, that would be like outside of the scope of the existing service. So we're trying to keep it simple as well. So if, if you do have like issues there in the middle, just use a simple tool like ScreenFlow or Camtasia to cut that bit out before you submit it. Cool. Yeah. And that's what, I, that's what I figured it was, but I just didn't know if that was a aspect because you guys aren't doing, it's not full scope video editing. I mean, that would be a lot more expensive. Oh yes, it would be. It, it'd be crazy complicated to set, set up a team, a scalable team for something like that up as well. So, so we've just, we just want to keep it simple and do, do one thing relatively, well, it's, it's actually not as simple I found out, but say, let's say it'd be simple, do it really, really well. Now, have you guys thought about creating a super premium offer, maybe in partnership with other video editors to where if somebody also wants almost like full-blown video editing services, it's just like a super premium package because you've already got the people who are like, oh, this is great. 
but then maybe they have to go hire somebody else. I know that I used to pay a guy who did who did great work, Jason Anderson from VideoBuddy.net, I think is the website. So they'll do it's like a monthly fee for unlimited within reason video editing, but it's also much more like it's more expensive, it's more complex. They do a lot more customization, etc. And I know that that's just something that people always want to have video editors. I was just kind of curious if you thought about adding that as a potential like super premium. So as part of our, our more premium thing, which we don't talk about publicly, you know, we don't have it on our public pages at least. What I meant was that it's, we don't publicly advertise it, put it that way. So for our clients who have that need where, say they've got longer pieces of content, maybe they've got video, 45-minute video clips of where they're speaking on stage. We could take those videos and find little snippets and turn them, you know, put them through the Splasho system and, and create the headlines for you as well. So that's certainly something that we, we can do. Obviously, it's more of a premium sort of a thing because we need some pretty smart people in there to find the valuable bits inside the video that's you know, not as straightforward. No, yeah, you need somebody with the real eyeballs on that. Correct. So we do have that available, but just contact us if that's something of interest for you and we can talk about it. As a full video editing sort of service, that's not something that we are interested in, in developing. We know there's plenty of other solutions out there of people who are already doing it well. So we just said, let's stay away from that and, and just focus on, on what we're good at. I don't blame you at all. I don't blame you. But this has been really awesome. It's fun to see what you're doing. I love watching people find a big need in the marketplace and go out to serve it. And I've seen a lot of the work you guys have done and I'm planning on giving it a spin and trying it out myself. See if I can find any videos that I want to send your way. And then I just encourage everybody else to go check out Splashio. I'll have a link for you in the show notes. So if you're listening to this in your car, you don't have to get in a wreck by typing it in yourself. (laughs) And I just really appreciate this. And I look forward to watching it grow. And if there's anything I can do to help you, please don't hesitate to let me know, Gideon. You're very welcome, Brad. It's, it's been awesome. And it might be worth mentioning that we, we do have a special for, for your listeners if they're interested. At, go to splashio.com forward slash bacon. So that's splashio.com forward slash bacon. You'll get to a page, you'll see Brad's face on it. And there'll be something, something like free trial for friends of Brad, Costanzo. Get $99 worth of credits free when you join Splashio. So there's, there's a little bit more explaining about how it all works. Uh, but basically, yeah, you can if you join through there, you can get $100 worth of credits, $99 worth of credits, which is, it gives you four videos that you can push through the system of up to five minutes long each video. So, and again, it's not software that'll be used to create the videos for you. We'll have real people there. As I said, it'll be four people that'll look at each one of your videos when you push them through. So you get a, a really good experience and understanding of how this, the service works. You know, we don't add anything like watermarks, anything like that. You, you experience the whole service as if you're a paying customer. So that's available there for you. I love it. Splashio.com forward slash bacon or click the link in the show notes. Man, Gideon, this has been a lot of fun. That brings us to the end of the episizzle today. So everybody, you know, other podcasts have episodes. We have episizzles. I love it. <laughs> but <laughs> thank everybody for listening. Go check out Splashio and stay very closely tuned to the show. Anybody who hasn't been to the website lately, I've just redone the site. If you guys want to go check it out, a little bit of stylistic changes. And if you want to leave me a voicemail that I might read on the air, there is a little button on baconratbusiness.com as well as the baconratbusiness.com slash contact page. You can push a button and there's a, it's called SpeakPipe and you can send me a voicemail. And if it's a question about business, if it's a topic that you want to cover, if it's something that I actually think that 
the audience might want to hear, you can go over there and leave me a voicemail and it might just make it on the air. This is a new feature and I look forward to putting it to test. As always, you can email me at askbrad at baconwrapbusiness.com as well. And just look forward to sharing the next episodes with you. And Gideon, thank you very much for joining us here today. That was real awesome. Thank you so much. And great to connect again after all these years. So much fun. Yeah, you betcha. All right, see you guys on the next one. Okay, this episode is almost done, but our time together doesn't have to end, at least not yet. Subscribe to the show so you don't miss the next episode and head on over to baconwrapbusiness.com where you can find more bonus material and you can leave me a voice message with your question. If it's good, I'll read it on the air. And if you have a business problem you'd like my brain on, send me an email to askbrad at baconwrappedbusiness.com. Tell me more and I might be able to give you a second opinion on what's keeping you stuck. See you on the next episode.